from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome one and all. This is Live from America. I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, a.k.a. the Hip Hop Patriot. Today is Friday, January 19th, or January, excuse me, 29th, <laughs> January 19th. We don't want to relive, we don't want to go back and relive that day. January 29th, year of our Lord, 2021. We're going to give live shout-outs to people on the on the video and on the podcast. Matt Chance, how you doing? Katie Haskett says, "Good, God is going good all the time. That's great. Denise uh, Geese, thank you for saying you love the show. I appreciate that. Sandra Reeves, how are you? Thank you. Good morning. Deborah Bolton, um, Chelsea Weiss, hello. Christy Marie, uh, Randy Tinch from Indiana. Uh, Taryn uh, Pavelski and uh, Lenny Holder, Holder uh, from, looks like Texas. Gar Lawson from Texas as well. Chris Thomas from North Carolina. Uh, Ashley LaRoche, thank you very much. Sarah Verajabedian, I don't know if I ever say your name right, Sarah, but you are an amazing person and you are a wonderful subscriber to the show. I appreciate you more than you know. Sally Osborne from Florida, the home of the second and the winter White House. Um, Randy Tinch, how are you? Good to see you. Carla Reynolds, thank you very much from Georgia. Sent an email but never heard back. I'll look for it. Uh, send me another one and uh, let me know that I just missed that one. I'm sorry that I overlooked it. Laura Heddens, hello. And Doug Getman from New York. Thank you. God bless you. And thank you for all you guys do. Uh, if you could do me a favor, we like to usually see the show around you know, three to 5,000 shares. That's how we get the most effectiveness out of the Word of God and out of this positive con- uh, conservative Christian message that we send every day. So just reach down and press that button, uh, your share button. Tammy says, looking forward to buying an Armor of God something. Well, that's great because the store um, is is it should be up in full effect. Um, and, and, and in some ways, you can buy some right now, but we are slowly moving everything over to, well, not slowly, but quickly, <laughs> trying anyway, moving everything over to the new platform, which which accepts uh, conservatives and Christians uh, with open arms. And it's a, it's a wonderful place, a wonderful place. So I thank you guys very much. Now, here's the thing. If you want real news every day, if you want to know what the world, what's happening in the world every day, here's your schedule. At 10, p- at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, tune in to America's Voice News for Stephen K. Bannon and the War Room. Great friends over there. Definitely check them out. At 11 a.m. Eastern Time, go to come here uh, or to my website. Uh, starting next week, you'll be able to watch all live videos on my website as they happen. Uh, so check out JeremyHarrell.com and, and make sure you watch Live from America. And then at 12 p.m. Eastern Time, you can go and watch Jay Sekulow. If you watch those three shows every day, or listen to them in some kind of capacity, you will get every bit of information that you need going forward uh, the right way, the truthful uh, way, and from Christian conservatives who actually care about this country. So again, 10 a.m., Stephen Bannon, War Room, 11 uh, 11 a.m., Live from America, and 12 p.m., Jay Sekulow. Uh, Somebody put swamp donkeys with a a bunch of uh, exclamation points. And you're also, I have two... Two brand new pieces of merchandise coming out. One that says Save America, um, uh, Trump 2024, and another one that says uh, Trump 
uh, elected by the people, Biden selected by the swamp. So uh, along with swamp donkey uh, stuff as well. And all of that stuff is going to go to help the show, which, by the way, we are at 65%, ladies and gentlemen, 65% of our, uh, of our monthly uh, subscribe, uh, subscriber goal. So that's, that's huge. And if, and if you guys get rid of your Netflix and if you get rid of Prime or you get rid of any of those and you're looking to put uh, money into something else where you can get the daily uh, word and truth, then, then please consider going to JeremyHarrell.com. Now, first of all, we're going to give our love and our attention, ladies and gentlemen, to the Lord because that is why we're here. That is why we do this. And today you're really going to like what I'm reading you. It's basically the armor of God. I'm going to read to you from Ephesians. Um... Uh, Ephesians 12, all the way through, well, it looks like 18. It says, For our fight is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, and against spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to resist in the evil resist in the evil day and having done all to stand stand therefore having your waist girded with truth having put on the breastplate of righteousness having your feet fitted with the readiness of the gospel of peace and above all taking the shield of faith which will which you will be able to extinguish all the fiery arrows of, of the evil one Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of spirit, ladies and gentlemen, which is the word of God. Pray in the spirit always with all kinds of prayer and supplication. To that end, be alert with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Ladies and gentlemen, the armor of God is more important than any of us ever even knew. The armor of God is real. And if you put on that armor of God every morning when you wake up and you smile and you look to the heavens and you pray to God, to give you peace, and to give you safety, security, and strength, you'll receive it every day. And we have a whole Armor of God gear line uh, on, on the online start, uh, store at jeremyharrell.com. Okay, we're going to get to it, ladies and gentlemen. we got a lot of news, as always, to get through. So thank you for joining in. If you, again, once again, if you have not shared, please do me that favor and share this out. We're going to start out with President Trump's meeting yesterday with Kevin McCarthy, a House Minority Leader. Now, this meeting comes on the heels, as I said yesterday, of Kevin McCarthy saying some pretty rotten things about President Trump, and, and just, just uh, last week saying that President Trump does have a small role and a small piece of the blame when it comes to the insurrection uh, riot, whatever you want to call it, at the Capitol, which is complete garbage, which is complete hogwash, which is basically something that you would hear out of a swamp donkey's mouth. Marco Rubio is saying the same thing. President Trump takes loyalty very seriously. So yesterday, Kevin McCarthy flew down to Mar-a-Lago and had a meeting with President Trump to do a number of things. Number one, to apologize. Number two, to say that they understand the popularity of President Trump, and he is the new GOP, and how do they use his popularity as he continues to work uh, down there in Mar-a-Lago, get his daily briefings, work harder than ever, and re-enter himself and his family back into the political spectrum. What is that going to look like, and how is that going to affect the GOP moving forward into the 2022 uh, primaries uh, for, uh, for the midterms? Well, I'm going to read you something. 
And this was, it's called the President Donald J. Trump Meeting Readabout. Now, this was put out by both Kevin McCarthy, the GOP, and the office of the former president, which I love. I love the fact that he's got this office and he's working hard out of Mar-a-Lago, just like he would in the White House. Now, a lot of people say, I don't trust him, I don't trust him, and they have a bad feeling about him. But here's the thing. The, Trump's, insur Trump's insurance policy is you and I. The GOP knows they can't go anywhere without us. They know that. Okay? So, I'm going to read this to you. It says, the meeting between President Donald J. Trump and House Republican leader Kevin McCarthy are uh, at Mar-a-Lago in Palm Beach, Florida, was a very good and cordial one. They discussed many topics, number one of which was taking back the House in 2022. President Trump's popularity has never been stronger than it is today, and his endorsement means more than perhaps any endorsement of any time. President Trump has agreed to work with Leader McCarthy on helping the Republican Party to become a majority in the House, and they worked very well together in the last election and picked up at least 15 seats, when most predicted it would be the opposite. They will do so again, and the work has already started. So that is the official um, statement coming from both President Trump and his team and Kevin McCarthy. So what that lets you know, ladies and gentlemen, is not only is President Trump going to be very active over the next two years, but the GOP knows that they are absolutely nothing without the star power, the skill, the intelligence, and the power of 80 million people behind President Donald J. Trump. Okay? Now, I will say that Kevin McCarthy did work well with President Trump when President Trump was sitting in the Oval Office. But here's the thing. President Trump's power now is double what it was then. As much as you don't feel that way, it's true. And it's true because they know that everything is on the line. And, and, and that the entire Republican Party, uh, the people that vote, you and I, will follow President Donald J. Trump. So that is the, that's the first news of the day. Okay? And uh, I, I always like to start off with what's going on that's good, rather than coming on live from America and starting off of what's bad. Because I don't, I'm not a half-empty half uh, kind of guy. I'm a half-glass-full kind of guy. And I always look at the good and everything. And as Live from America moves into the studio, becomes a full-fledged network and has hosts and has different shows and have weekend shows with pastors, it's all going to be about positivity. And yes, we're going to talk about some of the truth that hurts, but we're going to do it from a way that we know how to overcome it. And it's always going to be that way. Okay, that's the, the news is such a is such a terrible place to be these these mainstream news stations. And speaking of weekend pastors, if you go to uh, YouTube and check out a fresh perspective, not a fresh perspective. I know it's backwards. Won't be that way when we're in the studio, but a fresh perspective. He is one of the pastors who will be on live from America on the weekend starting very soon. And you might want to go get yourself familiar with him and let him know that uh, the hip hop patriot Jeremy Harrell sent you over there. Okay, Sheila says we can't win in 2022 when the machines are rigged. It won't happen again. It won't happen again. That's what I keep trying to re reiterate to people. That stuff is not going to happen again. It was a one and done thing, and it will no longer ever happen again. President Trump is keen to it. The Republican Party is keen to it. And this time, that's why Matt Gates is going around state to state. And other people like Rand Paul, even though he really made me mad, they're going to be going state to state doing a tour around all these state legislators. And this stuff is never going to happen again. It's not going to happen on this scale ever again. You have to know that. 
There's no way that the uh, the Donald Trump and and the, and the new Republican Party is going to allow themselves to be cheated ever again. It's like once we know, once we put a spotlight on it, it will never happen like that again. So you 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 just it happened in the runoff in Georgia. You're right, but that was back to back. It was like so back to back that that it was like impossible to stop it. The only one who could have stopped it was Kemp. The only one who could have stopped it. But now it's going to be stopped. Trust me, that Dominion stuff isn't going to happen again. There's too much of a spotlight on it now. And it's going to be, and it's it's continuing to break wide open. As you see, Pennsylvania and Virginia have already ruled just within the last week that the election was illegal and that it was unconstitutional because of how they voted with just mail-in ballots. So you're going to see as the information continues to come out to the actual public and people starting to do something about it, now that they have time to actually do something about it, they'll do something about it. Okay? Now, um, I want to talk about Governor Abbott real quick. This is, this is a, this, I, I posted this this morning on, on the, uh, here we go page. Um, and Governor Abbott is coming out swinging against the Biden administration. And you're going to see more attorney, uh, more, uh, state attorney generals and more, um, governors coming out and fighting Biden. He's not going to be able to continue to push these, the, the, this record number of ridiculous swamp donkey emer, uh, executive orders that he's pushing. And Governor Abbott came out um, and, and, uh, and signed an executive order of his, of his own saying that is, if, if uh, resident Biden, I don't call him president, if resident Biden uh, continues uh, to con- uh, write executive orders um, that's going to affect the energy consumption or the energy production, for the people of the state of Texas, it won't apply. It's not going to happen. It's illegal and it's an overreach of power. And and Governor Abbott has already stood up for his people. And what a great governor he is. Now I don't agree with everything that Governor Abbott does. I have a great governor too in so many in so many ways. But I don't agree with everything that Governor Sununu does in New Hampshire. You know, we're never going to get 100% of what we want. But when you have a governor who fights for the people like Governor Abbott does and signs executive orders to keep the Texas uh, energy production and, t- and keep his workers and his consumers safe, that is how we fight. Remember, if it's one thing we learned, and I'll say this on every show if I have to, if it's one thing we learned how to beat a, a an executive order from whoever's residing in the White House, it's that states have more power than we ever knew. Governors and states have more power than it seems like the president has in a lot of respect. So you got to remember, as long as we continue to fight on a state level, these executive orders will not affect you if your governor of your state fights back. Now, I know some of you live in liberal, liberal states with liberal governors, and I know it's going to be a lot harder there. But that's okay. That's why you get involved and you get a, uh, you get a, a GNP, which is a, a grand new party, Republican, in, in place to win. And, and that's how we win. That's how we fight. So I just want to give a big shout out to the people of Texas and to Governor Abbott. And um, another thing I want to tell you guys, ladies and gentlemen, is yesterday Matt Gates was in Wyoming and he was already doing an amazing thing. He was already doing an amazing thing. He's already going state to state and he's already getting these rhinos unse- to, to be unseated and to have no um, to have no backing whatsoever. Liz Cheney, her days are numbered. All right. Now I wish I would have been there. I wish I would have been there. But what? Ha- but the great thing about uh, Life from America being viewer funded by you guys is I'm, I'm I have a fund where you're going to start seeing me going to these places. I um yesterday was a little too soon, but like you know something that happened yesterday, you're going to see me right there alongside right uh, right side broadcasting and everybody else who's at these functions, and we're going to be able to um 
to, to question people like Matt Gates with questions from you. The questions that we want to hear with the answers that we want to know. Don't give us no beat around the bush answer. We're going to be respectful, but you're going to give us answers. Straightforward answers. And uh, with your guys' help, you're going to see me at those places very soon. And I'm just so ecstatic. I'm so ecstatic to be part of the press and to be going to these functions. And uh, it's all going to start with CPAC. You're going to see me in Florida at CPAC uh, the end of February. Um, so moving on to uh, the Capitol, the border fence, the border wall. Uh, the Democrats, uh, like Nancy Pelosi and Chuckles Schumer, they want a permanent, ladies and gentlemen, a permanent border wall around the Capitol building. The Capitol building that you pay for, the Capitol building that I pay for, the Capitol Police that you pay for and I pay for, the taxes that go to fund all these people's um, you know, $12,000 fr- uh, freezer fulls of ice cream and all that, they now want a border wall permanently around the people's house, around the people's Capitol building. Yeah, that's what they want. They want to be permanently protected from you, the people, who are now domestic terrorists. Look what happened to Brandon Straka from the walkaway movement. Federally charged, federally arrested. He is out. If you didn't know, Brandon is out. But by the, uh, by the suggestion of his lawyers and people close to him, he's spending time with his family and staying away from the, from the, from the public view for a minute. He'll be back. But you and I, we're domestic terrorists now. That's why the National Guard's still down there. They want an authoritarian, totalitarian view that says that we're not going to put up with domestic terrorists. You know, the people. It's absolutely sickening. And like I said yesterday, I thought walls didn't work. I thought border fences didn't work. Oh, but they work when they want to keep the American people out of what the American people pay for. Oh, that's right. So they're pushing to have a permanent border wall built around the Capitol building. Hmm. Funny how liberal uh, mentality and liberal logic works, isn't it? Isn't it? Now, I would like nothing more, ladies and gentlemen, than every week have somebody from the left on Live from America and have a proper discussion and literally as people, regardless of who's in, 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 in any elected official uh, seat, I'd love to have a, a liberal on every week. And I'll work on that so that we can have actual conversation and maybe find some common ground somewhere. But as it is right now, the politicians have brainwashed and indoctrinated such a large portion of this country on both sides that the radical parts have taken over the regular parts and we can't have that. That's soon going to change. I can promise you that. Now, here's going to be one that shocks you. The New York Times. The liberal, left-leaning, global agenda New York Times, Trump-hating New York Times, has made an official statement saying that they are urging Biden, resident Biden, to slow down on his executive orders. That it doesn't look good, and especially since Biden is on camera saying that a president has no power and definitely morally should not be signing executive orders all the time because it's what a dictator does. President Biden has signed five times more executive orders, fraudulent and illegal executive orders because he shouldn't be there to to begin with, than any other president before him. And the New York Times, of all people, like I told you, the left is starting to break down. They're starting to break down hard. When you have people leaving your ranks, voting against you, 
not voting party lines anymore. And then you get the New York Times, of all people, to come out and say that you got to slow down on what you're doing. That's how you know you're terrible. That's how you know you're a worthless, worthless individual when it comes to politics and serving the people. You may not be worthless in God's eyes, but you're worthless in the public eye. And even the New York Times is coming out saying that. So when they come out saying that, you know that there's some trouble in paradise. And this, this administration can't destroy itself fast enough. This administration cannot destroy itself fast enough. And they can't seem to write memes for us fast enough. They're just, it's mind-blowing how idiotic, ignorant, completely removed from the American people and what the American people want, and stupid this administration actually is. I'm not trying to lash out on purpose. They are just literally that stupid. Even the New York Times thinks they're stupid. When the New York Times thinks, when a liberal newspaper outlet like the New York Times thinks that another liberal politician that they endorsed and voted for is stupid, you're stupid. Just throwing it out there. Now, I want to uh, I want to read something to you. Speaking of stupid, speaking of liberal mentality, I'm not saying all liberals are stupid, but the agenda and the mentality is very stupid. I want to read to you something that Kamala Harris said about Joe Biden when they were running against each other in the Democratic primaries. You will do, this is a quote, you will do whatever China tells you to do. They gave your son a billion dollars. That's one thing she said. Or how about when she said she believes that all of his sexual assault victims, um, their claims were real. Yep, she said that too. Or what about when she did the interview talking about her concerns about his ties to the KKK and how she couldn't understand how he could defend multiple political allies who made their careers pushing for segregation like his best friend and mentor, KKK recruiter, Senator Robert Byrd. But now she says that he's the greatest politician to walk into the Capitol. So is she a liar? Who is she trying to discredit her opponent's and possibly ruin his life by basically calling him a rapist and a racist to further her career? Or is she simply a sellout who truly believes that he is a racist and that he is a rapist and chose to ignore those facts to further her career? Either way, it's hard to respect somebody like her who's either stupid or a liar. In this life, all you have is your word. If you aren't willing to stand by your convictions, and your own words, then your words mean nothing. That's the great thing about the internet, ladies and gentlemen. It doesn't forget anything. It doesn't forget anything. Do you think that President Trump would have picked Jeb Bush as his vice president after that primary, after the things that Jeb Bush said about him? Of course he wouldn't. Do you want to know why? Because President Trump was not a puppet. And President Trump has loyalty. And President Trump just doesn't pick somebody because the party told him to pick them. Now, I agree that the party did put forward Mike Pence, but President Trump wouldn't have picked him unless he thought that he would have been a good fit. That turned out to be wrong, too. Shows you how deep the swamp is. But the fact that she called him a rapist and a racist and his son gets billions of dollars from China, that hasn't changed. As a matter of fact, Hunter Biden himself is still getting money from the CCP. 
It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing the world that we live in. But God is in control. And if, it's, and if God is doing anything, he's showing the world who these people really are. Who they really are. Now, moving on to um, GOP senators. They are now talking about holding their votes when it comes to the impeachment secret. You can't do that. You cannot do that. Why can't you do that? Because you are there to work for the American people. We have a right to know who you vote for, why you voted for it, what laws you voted for, maybe not who you voted for, but at least what bills and what laws you vote for. We have a right as people. You are there on our behalf, no matter if you're in the Senate or the Congress, or, or the House, the Senate or the House. We have a right to know. And now senators want to keep their vote secret. Now you could look at it from one of two ways. They either want to keep their vote secret because they want to vote for impeachment, and they don't want you to know who they are, so you can't remove them from office and publicly shame them when you see them. Or they want to vote in secret so that the left doesn't publicly shame them and to try to destroy their lives by calling them murderers. Like 430 credit score AOC is calling Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley right now. AOC is freaking out. She's like, you could have had me murder. You tried to murder me. As Terrence William would say, girl, bye. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You tried to murder me. You tried to have me murdered. But he tried to have you murdered. You're not that important. Nobody cares. Credit score and IQ score are about as low as you can get. Yet she's a sitting congresswoman who says that people are trying to murder her based on the way they vote. So regardless of why they want to keep their vote secret, it's a coward move. It is a coward move, and it lets you know that the GOP members that are in there, with the exception of a few, do not belong there. You need people like Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene. You need people like Congresswoman... Um... Ah! Can't think of her name from Colorado. Um, you know... The the one that carries the gun. I don't. I'm having a I'm having a a misfire moment. Lauren Bo, Lauren Boder Boder is that her name? Uh, you need people like her. People who are willing to stand up and who are not cowards. You need people like that. You need people like Josh Hawley, Ted Cruz, who are not cowards. I've gained so much respect for Ted Cruz. And I think okay, I think I got it now. Lauren Boder. Uh, I think is her name. Um, but these are the people that are standing up, ladies and gentlemen. These are the people that aren't afraid to say what they're there to do. Those are the kind of people that you need. But yet you have people that, oh, we're scared. We're scared to put our vote out publicly. Then you belong on the other side of the aisle. Marsha said the military is in charge of the United States of America. Well, maybe. I know that the military wouldn't let us go too far one way. You might, you might be right about that. But there still is a chain of command, and we have four generals who have, who have acknowledged that in the last two weeks, and their chain of command runs to Biden coming straight from their mouth. However, I think if anything was totalitarian or, uh, or turned us into a communist state, you know, like, like UN soldiers or Chinese soldiers coming on our soil, you would see the military take action. 
But unless something gets completely out of hand, you're not going to see a lot of action taken by the military when it comes to our hopes and desires of them removing these people because they're there illegally, unfortunately. And you want to know why? Because the system was built by these people. These people are modern-day Pharisees. That's all they are. And what you've seen and happen in the last couple of days in the stock market is the same exact thing that you've seen happen in the election of November 3rd. Now, we're supposed to be a very simple, very small government that works for and by the people. However, they've created a Wall Street and, an, and, and a political uh, spectrum and a realm that isn't so easy to understand. Now, I was just talking to somebody, a friend this morning, ladies and gentlemen, who said who voted for Biden. I used to work with him before I left and did this full time. He voted for Biden, but yet he was for the little guy who made all this money on Wall Street and beat the big guys. And I sat him down and I said, let me tell you something. What you saw in Wall Street was exactly the same thing that happened in the November 3rd election. He said, what do you mean? I said, well, think about it. You had them, their system is built for one thing, and that's to make them billionaires and rich and get richer. Just like the politicians have a system to keep them in power, to keep them rich and have power. But what happened, even though they have all these fail-safes in place, and all of these rules, and all of these ways that they can only win and nobody else can win, what you've seen was the American people and the populist movement that Donald Trump started, that isn't going anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. It's only going to get bigger. You're seeing the people rise up and understand what's going on. I said, so what happened in the, in the election is the same thing that happened in the stock market. I said, the stock market went out there. These people tried to, I mean, the, the trading started. These people tried to do what they always do. They tried to short sell. They tried to make a bunch of money off of it. But the regular American everyday people decided that they were going to come in and, and beat them at their own game. Once they started seeing that they were losing billions and billions of dollars, which now is up to over $70 billion, ladies and gentlemen, that these hedge funds and these billionaires have lost over $70 billion. That means regular, everyday, average American Joes who were making next to nothing are now millionaires and possibly billionaires because of what happened. So what you've seen is they, it happened so fast, they didn't know what to do. So they stopped the trading. Never, never been done where they just stopped specific trades because the American people who invest what the whole stock market is supposed to be what you've seen, ladies and gentlemen, is they stopped it. Just those four companies, what was it, Nokia, uh, AMC, GameStop, and uh, BlackBerry. You've seen them stop those specific trades just so they could restructure and come back on top. Or so they thought. Same thing happened in the U.S. election. They thought they had fail-safes in place with Dominion and with, with mail-in voting and all this stuff. But what happened was the American people came out in such high numbers to vote for one candidate, that they had to stop the voting in the middle of the night, restructure everything, and come back with the guy who was getting beat so badly that it was statistically impossible for him to come back and, and overcome the, the odds, but yet somehow he was ahead when the, when the voting continued and when they, and then when they, when they put it back on, online in the morning for all of us to see. The same thing happened. And I'll tell you what, a light bulb went off in his head. He understood what I was saying. He understood exactly the correlation between the two. And that's what you're going to see happen more and more in this country with this populist movement. The very same thing that happened in the election happened on Wall Street. The curtain is pulled back. Donald Trump is responsible for it. And we owe him that gratitude. And we owe him not to just say it's over or hope the military takes over. State by state. 
And I'm, I have thousands of people messaging me saying they're running for local office or getting involved. Matter of fact, you know all the hats that I wear? The one with Nancy Pelosi, which is Corella DeVille, ripping up the, the speech and everything? The lady who runs that business, I reached out to her last night. And do you know what she's doing? She's actually working. She's starting very soon. She's going to be starting to work with the Ivanka Trump campaign. That lets you know that Ivanka is getting into politics in Florida. And she is going to run against Marco Rubio. Because the lady that runs this business, she's going to be working for the campaign. That should put a smile on your face. Now, moving on to the next story real quick, because we're getting there. Um, Nancy Pelosi and her husband should be investigated and put in prison. Not for all of the things they do. Not for Nancy Pelosi's 15,000 facelifts. None of that. No, 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 no. Nancy Pelosi and her husband should be put in prison because just four weeks ago, they put in a million dollars to buy stock in Tesla, specifically for electric cars, because that's what Tesla is. Four weeks later, President Biden signs into law that all federal agencies and all federal buildings will have to move to, to driving electric cars. That's how these people play this game. That's how they stay in power. That's how disgusting they are. Nancy Pelosi should be put in prison. Or at least, at the very least, investigated for that right there. Because there are no coincidences in politics. Especially when they stay on top and win every single time. Nancy Pelosi is intelligent in being corrupt. She's not intelligent to always being right in the stock market. She's not that intelligent. Insider trading, ladies and gentlemen, is illegal. And so is monopolization. But all these companies like Facebook and Twitter and Google and Nancy Pelosi and her husband and Chuckle Schumer and the rest of these swamp donkeys <laughs> should all be arrested and put in prison. We don't know if that day will ever come. But the swamp has already started to drain. And you're going to see it drain through 2022 and you're definitely going to see it drain when Donald Trump comes back and wins the presidency in 2024. I know a lot of you don't want to wait that long. I know you don't. But this little waiting period in between the two administrations has to happen. And it has to happen for exactly what you've seen happen in the last two days with the stock market. Curtains being pulled back so the American people can see exactly what's going on. So we can't be fooled any longer. Armor of God, ladies and gentlemen. Armor of God. Now, speaking of these billionaires and all of the money that they make, I want to show you something or read something to you that's going to blow your mind. During this pandemic, U.S. billionaires gained $1 trillion while mom and pop stores, which we already know, went out of business. While you and other people that we know were laid off. While we lost money. While we lost um, savings. Our minds, our society, our social endeavors, face-to-face -face communication, children losing in school. We lost everything, right? Let me tell you who didn't lose. Jeff Bezos didn't lose. He went from $113 billion of wealth to $182 billion of wealth. Elon Musk went from $24 billion of wealth all the way to $126 billion of wealth. Bill Gates went from $98 billion to $119 billion. Mark Zuckerberg went from $54 billion to $101 billion. And Warren Buffett went from $67 billion 
to 88 billion. And you can go to Statista.com and the Institute for Policy Studies to get what I just read you. That is why they're crushing the little guy. That is why people like Parler really are being crushed. Not because of the people that are on the site. Because of the threat that they pose. What are they going to do when Freedom Social Network comes out? Do the same thing? They're scared of the little guy. And they try everything they can to create laws and call you racist so that you can't win. you got to fight through that with the armor of God and win. That's what we got to do. I also want you guys to check out a great American company called Grillaholics. G-R-I-L-L-A-H-O-L-I-C-S. Look them up online. They sent me a wonderful, wonderful kit, a grill kit. And this stuff is like high tech. I mean, high, uh, high, high quality stuff. Check out Grillaholics, an American company, wonderful people. And get yourself some nice uh, grilling equipment for this summer and this, this spring and this summer. Also, make sure for everything you go to JeremyHarrell.com. If you want to watch live videos, you'll be able to start doing that next week there. If you want merchandise, Armor of God gear, if you want uh, uh, anything that has to do with MAGA or President Trump, go to JeremyHarrell.com. If you want to hear my latest music, like Rebirth of America, go to JeremyHarrell.com. Go to small businesses and buy your stuff, not Amazon and Walmart. And I'm also working with a bunch of other American small businesses that are coming together in this Christian movement that are going to be like the new Amazon and stuff. And we're all going to promote each other. And we're going to take over. If it's one thing that we learned from President Trump, it's how to take over. And it's how to win right. And it's how to win right. Remember, we are completely viewer-funded here as we move into the new studio and have an actual network with commercials showing these awesome American businesses and new hosts and stuff. It's all going to be funded by you and small American businesses. I, I, I hope that you uh, can find it in your heart to do so. If not, you can always watch for free because that's what we're here for, to push conservative Christian values. I love you guys very, very much. Remember, there are right ways, there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Your chest out and your shoulders back and your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Make sure if you missed the show, you can check out the podcast at 12 and we'll see you later on live at 5 for more Live from America. Check out Jay Sekulow coming up soon in about uh, 22 minutes. All right? Have a great day, ladies and gentlemen, and we'll see you later. Enjoy your families and enjoy the rest of your Friday. Rebirth of America. Been a long time coming and we all learned something that we want.